Who the hell are you? <laughs> Hi. Hi. Welcome back, sir. Arigato. Uh-huh. Uh, what's up, guys? That wasn't a racist voice. That's, no, no, That's no, no, how that I was... actually say it over that, there. That's how you actually say yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to try to conform, you know? So you weren't offending anybody no. when you were over there? No. I mean, maybe by how poorly I spoke Japanese, but yes. Yeah. Or just your overall American demeanor. Yeah. I mean, it's... Just, just my fat no, body. I mean, listen. <laughs> go over there and they don't. Need, I don't have to, have to open my mouth. They go American. Oh, American. <laughs> I can just tell. <laughs> no, they can think about this. Puerto Rican. Yeah. Floridian. Yeah. New Yorker. Uh huh. Could you? I mean, could you com- combine any more? I don't think so. Obnoxious. No. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. Well. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Marco Dupa, and back like he never left is the man, the myth, the legend. It's Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What is up, everybody? Tonight's brews are straight from across the pond. Mm, the other that way. Other, <laughs> the other pond. The other pond. Yeah. Uh Adam brought back a bunch of stuff, and so he is going to give you guys all the information after the break. What's on tap for tonight? We're going to catch up with the old boy mm-hmm. and uh, maybe catch him up on some, some beer news that happened while he was away. Yes, please. Not good stuff, if you were wondering. Yeah. All that and maybe maybe more. We'll, we'll see. find out. We'll see. This is episode 388 of the One Beer In podcast. Guess we'll just start on this side. Let's do it. Let me get this American dark yeah. Actually... Not garbage. Remember I like it. This is the One Beer In Podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open of don't lick the... Please don't do that. Audio listeners, <laughs> he's talking to the dog, not to me. No, I was talking to you. Don't lick that. <laughs> don't. Please don't. The One Beer In Podcast, where two brews crack open a few brews, and we see where those brews take us. My name is Marco Dupa, as I stated, and that guy is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, buddy. So, without further ado, sir... Tell us what we're drinking tonight. Well, uh, we have the Tokyo Black. Uh, this is one that I did not try yet, but over in Japan, which is where I was, if you don't know, uh, I was able to go to Yona Yona Beer Works, which is a craft beer slash pub, and it's a chain over there, apparently pretty popular with the locals. Um, but they were apparently born out of yoho brewing and so they've expanded become very successful as one of the prominent preeminent another pre's uh craft beer bars and breweries in japan uh this is the tokyo black it is a porter and i do have a cold read for you unfortunately i don't read japanese so i'm going to read it from the website which is translated he learned many things but not how to no 
keep me away from the kanji. Uh, Tokyo Black. British traditional dark beer, quote, porter style. Robust means powerful. Porter is so called because he was a popular dark beer in the 18th century. He was? He was. And was popular with dockers. Not the pants. Uh, Guinness famous stout is made fr- is made from this. The difference from stout is that stout uses unmalted roasted barley, while porter only uses malt. This makes the stout somewhat drier and the porter more malty, especially the Tokyo Black. Quote, Tokyo Black is a classic porter with a coffee-like roast and his maltiness. I, I don't know why we're translating <laughs> Who his. Who translated this? Google. Um... The aftertaste is also clear with no acidity, unlike Guinness. The color is almost black due to chocolate malt and black malt. It won a bronze medal at the International Brewing at the International Brewing Awards, a British beer competition with a history of over 100 years, and is highly rated in England, the home of the porter. Uh, at the time Tokyo Black was launched, the freshness of the top fermented ale beer type dark beers entering Japan was low. We named it Tokyo Black as a representative of Japanese fresh dark beer because we wanted or we want to bring the original fresh dark beer to the world. Okay. There you go. So all that I got from that was that like it's just a porter. It is a porter. And they don't have a lot of porters in Japan. They they did not traditionally, and this is a five percent ABV. All right. Cheers. Let's get a crack of lacking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okie dokie. Well, I mean, I can ask you a million questions, but I guess, I mean, first things first, how was it? Uh, It was great. It was a phenomenal trip. I was there for just about two weeks, which is a very long time to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, But fortunately, I was able to go to a few places. Uh, I went to Tokyo. Uh, spent the most time there, a uh, little time in Kyoto. Wish I spent more time in Kyoto, and then made a little hop over to uh, Osaka to check out, mostly to check out the uh, Super Nintendo World mm. over in uh, their <clears throat> uh, Universal Studios, Japan. How quickly do you get from major city to major city like that? Um, I mean, it's incredibly fast yeah. <laughs> compared to America, for instance. Uh, not the dog on the home team, but oh, we uh, he was already guys, he was already doing that shit. Got back and was just like, I can't believe I'm here. These filthy fucking Americans, you wouldn't believe who this so, guy became. So rude. Let me tell you the culture shock of going leaving from Tokyo and landing in New York City. Mm. Incredible, yeah, incredible. How rude people are in New York compared to Tokyo. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. I, f- I, f- I f- forgot, forgot where the roots were, uh-huh. you could say. Uh, but that's, that's neither here nor there. Um, it's very, very easy to travel anywhere in Japan. Most places, I should say. I mean, maybe not some countryside. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's a two-hour trip up to uh, Kyoto and Osaka. Okay. So just taking the the bullet train. Bullet train. Super, super convenient. Super easy. Very comfortable. You you buy your own food and drinks at the station. Take them on there with you. Plentiful bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Clean. Is it like the movie? It's just like the movie. 
It's just like the movie. Uh, yeah, not There's really. There's assassins in another car. Not fighting. really. I was fortunate enough to be able to pay for the, the, the fancier car. Mm-hmm. Um, not as fancy as in the movie. No. Yeah, no. That's no. too bad. There are people who, uh, attendants who come by and ask if you want to buy stuff, like you know, food and drinks and stuff. So yeah. that, that's nice, too. It's basically like you're on a plane. Yeah. Um, but it's really cool. You know, like, obviously you're going very fast, but you get to see a lot of, like, the countryside that way. Um, yeah, I was just in awe by how well-oiled all of their public transit is. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's cliche at this point. Like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, yeah, Japan's known to be on time with everything and, like, everything being in order and, and, and quick and convenient. But you don't understand how convenient it is until you, like, experience it for yourself. Yeah. Like, if, you, if you're not catching a train, you're catching a bus. If you're not catching a bus or a train, you can get a cab most times. Uh, a lot of places are walkable. You know, like, it's... Everyone's riding a bike because you can just get around most places on a bike. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just so easy to get wherever you're trying to get to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had a great time. I, I should just preface this entire story by saying that. Um, I walked more than I think I've ever walked in my life. Yeah. Like, all, like literally hitting all-time new records. <laughs> I was tracking it on my Apple Watch. <laughs> he PR'd his walks. I did. I did. Um, one downside I would say is like the weather was like, I mean, pretty much perfect almost the entire time. We got rain on a couple of times, but like temperature wise, it never got out of like the 70s. Yeah. Um, as a high and lowest, it got to like high 40s. You know, I never really hear anybody talking about the weather in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are rainy seasons, there are hotter seasons, there are cold seasons, but um, obviously depending where you are in Japan, because it's, yeah. you know, but uh, in Tokyo specifically, like, it, uh, you know, it was perfect when we got there. Mm. Um, I went with Sherry. Hi, Sherry. Hi, Sherry. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think we came at just the tail end of the perfect time, because Cherry blossom season is obviously really popular over there. Mm-hmm. Like everybody goes sight, like the entire world goes sightseeing in Japan, uh, and we caught the tail end of it this year because apparently it's getting hotter. Mm. Well, yeah. <laughs> and so I wonder why the cherry blossoms don't last as long as they used to um, this year, especially. So we were able to see them the first few days that we were there, but then they sort of die off a bit. But that meant that um, the weather was perfect. The weather was really nice for the vast majority of the time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, really just hit that perfect time period where it was busy, but not too busy. Um, and yeah, like I said, we got to do a ton and, uh, oh yeah, we went to Lake Kawaguchiko, which is the, the viewing spot for Mount Fuji, uh, mm-hmm. famous for its, uh, pagoda that a lot of people take pictures next to. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the mountain in the background and yeah i mean as as breathtaking as you would think um took all the necessary tourist pictures yeah oh yeah we we got that done like the first week we were there yeah we tried to get all the touristy stuff out of the way uh, which was uh, apparently not apparently but if you're planning on it a good idea to do get all the touristy stuff out first Mm. and then you can chill the rest of the time Mm -hmm. um Let's see what else. Uh, oh, yeah, I was, I was saying the downside, the one downside I will say about the trains is that the stations and a lot of the cars themselves, for some reason, are like 
85 degrees Ugh. the entire time. Ugh. So, like, even if the weather was perfect, which it was a lot of the time, as soon as I got down there, drenched in sweat. Oh, God. Ugh. And I don't know how people Cancel do Cancel the whole trip. Yeah, I don't know how people do it because they are decked out to the nines. Yeah. Everyone looks so professional and so nice. They're wearing, they're wearing, uh, uh, uh. Oh, no. Keep her away. Bye. Hera. Bye. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. As long as she doesn't fuck up the cords. Oh, God. She's parkour. <laughs> parkour, parkour. You, yeah, yeah. Stay over there. You don't need to come over here. Can you have some? No, you can't. We ate all the pizza. Sorry. Yeah, there's no more pizzas left. No. We're drinking a porter, it's a porter. from Japan. It's a Tokyo Black Porter. Tokyo Black. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty classy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Ah, but yes. Uh, in Tokyo especially, very fashionable folk. Yeah. You know, wearing trench coats and stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, n- nice flowy dresses and, and uh, you know, like perfectly fitted, uh, cl- like, Suits, mm-hmm. incredible suits. The suits I saw. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the suits I saw. The suits I saw. The suits I saw. Uh, and nobody was sweating at all. Yeah, it was unbelievable. <laughs> I couldn't like I couldn't fathom how you could walk around like that in like your expensive stuff. Yeah, and not just instantly flop sweating it. Yeah, because that's what I was doing. Yeah, and uh, I, I mean, to the last day we were there. Maybe it's just something wholly American to I guess, sweat like I we sweat. I think it's a Puerto Rican thing, honestly. Yeah, it might be a Puerto Rican yeah. thing. Yeah. Hairy folk. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. I think that's what does it. It's just <laughs> you're wearing a jacket under your jacket. Got that bear in me. <laughs> you got that bear on you. On me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, so uh, as an overview, I'd say those are my, my initial thoughts yeah. of, of the trip. Yeah. Uh, fun. Exhausting, overwhelming. I, I think is another good word for it. So much to do, so much to see. Mm-hmm. Um, you should definitely pace yourself if you go. Yeah, uh, and plan ahead of time. Well, that's why you do two and a half weeks, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. as much as you can. Let's uh, talk about that for a second. Okay. I don't know if I could ever vacation anywhere doing anything for that long. Mm. That's a crazy time yes. to uh, vacation because. I mean, like you were saying before, it's no longer a vacation. You're, you live there. You're living, <laughs> yeah. You're living there. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, uh, you know, oh, the, look at that. Look what. Let flex on him a little bit. Flex on him with. Oh, the, what with my, the, with the, my my bathing ape cap? Uh huh. So you flex a little bit. Yeah. Is it's that like is that what you're looking at? Four hundred dollars for okay. that hat, but right. it's worth it. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> um, Excuse me. No, no, it wasn't that much. It wasn't that much money. It wasn't that much. I'll say under a hundred. Yeah, no, no. Um, still, my most expensive hat that I own. Um, not to flex or anything, but you know. Um, flex. Uh, but yeah, the idea behind such a long time was, you know, first of all, it takes forever to get there. So yeah, it's like a fourteen-hour plane ride, and that's. Once you're on your way. So from Orlando, we had to go to New York. There's another another trip that gets you to Dallas-Fort Worth first, and then you go over to Tokyo. 
uh, but very few direct flights from Orlando, strangely enough. Yeah. Um, but so wait, you could either fly out of New York or Texas? New York, Texas. There's one in Georgia, too, I think. I think Atlanta is another port to Japan. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why. It must be, like, just fuel-wise what makes sense for them. Because mm. uh, you fly up before you fly uh, west. Uh-huh. Yeah. You, you have to fly so west that you end up in the east. <laughs> so <laughs> you literally fly past the the date line, mm-hmm. the international date line. Um, so On NBC? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a long trip. Yeah. So well, it's we- it's odd because you have to go across. You're going backwards as far as or no, yeah, you're going backwards as far as like the the um, time zones until you end up in the past, right? <laughs> no, in the future. Yeah. Until you end up in so the future. You, yeah. You go all the way around. You go all the way to the past until you get to the future. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like as far in the future as you can on Earth. Yeah. Because you're 13 hours ahead. So, yeah, it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird, but. Uh, uh, I say that to say that's why we tried to plan it as such a long trip because it's such an arduous <laughs> trip to get there. Yeah. So we kind of figured, you know, as much as we can afford, let's try to stay uh, as long as we can. Yeah. So, and plus, like, you know, who knows when we're going to be able to make it again. Right. So might right. as well try to soak it all in. Uh, and again, I mean, it's a country that there's so much to do in, you know, it's not just Tokyo and it's not just Kyoto mm-hmm. and, you know, you, you can go so many places there. Um, it's much more diverse of a vacation spot than I think a lot of people give it credit for. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's why two weeks. Okay. Uh, but as you were alluding to, I think about midway through our trip, it was one of those things where like. We started getting anxiety and getting worn out by how much we had ahead of us still, even though it's all good, fun, cool stuff that we would all like kill to do. Yeah. It was still to do's, <laughs> Yeah, you know, it, it, it began to feel like work past a certain point. And that's when we had to hit the brakes on it a little bit and go like, why are we here? We're yeah. here to have a good time. We're here to have fun. Let's kind of, you know. Was there ever a point in the trip where you guys just like just hung back at the hotel or wherever you were where did you stay was it an airbnb was it a hotel no hotels hotels all along the way Mm. um which were all really nice yeah uh you know like is airbnb an international like program excuse my ignorance on that is that you can get an airbnb in japan i i don't know if yeah i'm pretty sure you can yeah Mm. or a verbo i think is another one Mm. um but yeah, no, we went we went with hotels because you know it's not Weibo, yeah, <laughs> it's Weibo. Uh, yeah, we we didn't go that route just because we want. It's such a, <laughs> I mean, for us as Americans, such a foreign land. Like we wanted the assurance that this is what we planned on when we were staying at a hotel. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and it not be a weird thing of like I can't really communicate with the guy who's hosting the place, mm-hmm. and you know. Um, so that worked out. That worked out really well. So, but at the same time, it was, I don't know. It it was kind of, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. You <laughs> can confirmed. You can, you can get, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, Uber is not really a thing out there though. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, because they have such public transit, right? Like such yeah, like, easy access to public transit. That's true, but it would have been better with Uber. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, because there were times where like it's very traditional and like you, if you you can use Uber as an app, but all you're doing is calling a cab service. Oh. And a lot of times, on especially on busy days, because again, I'm, I went on the tail end of the busiest season to go. Uh, you can find a cab sometimes. Yeah. And trains stop at 11. So if you're going out for a night out, you kind of have to plan around that. Yeah. So that was one thing that was kind of like going back in time a little bit. What'd you guys um, do? I mean, did you guys, you, did you hit any like nightclubs or bars at night or was it mostly like just hitting like food places, restaurants, things mostly, like that? Mostly restaurants. We did the famous Piss Alley. Yeah. Um, slash Memory Lane, if you want to make it sound a little nicer. Um, I, yeah. Memory Lane sounds just a tad bit nicer <laughs> a little than bit. Piss Alley. A little bit. Um, yeah, we... we we did memory lane, uh, but we, it was tough again because of the time difference. We didn't really stay out very late most of the nights. Mm-hmm. So we didn't really ever have an issue with trying to find a, a ride back home. And we really only went out one night because we were so busy during the days. Yeah. We would naturally wake up at like 6 a.m. Yeah. And like get the day started and just start going. Jesus. So by the end of. I don't know. Three, we were already kind of tired. Yeah. <laughs> and so by like dinner time, it's like, all right, cool. Like, let's just hang out for a while, get back to the hotel around nine, you know, probably fall asleep around 11 at the latest. I mean, that's, that's smart on, like, you know, you, you do kind of maybe a place like Japan want to take in their nightlife at least maybe one night. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, one night you go out and you and you hit a little too hard at night, and then the next day it's like that day's all fucked up. Sure, you got to catch up on. Yeah, it's it's funny you mention that because one of Sherry's best friends, Sophie, uh, was on her honeymoon as when we were out there. Congratulations, Sophie. Yes, so we uh, we met up with her uh, and her husband, and uh, <laughs> I hope he was there. Yeah, he was there. <laughs> It, it's going fine. Don't worry. And uh, a couple of their friends who happened to be in, in town at the time, too. Well, that's cool. And we all did karaoke. We all to dinner. Oh, okay. Did, so we, that wasn't a random group of people that you did karaoke with. <laughs> no, no, no. They they all knew each other. Well, the, the two friends of Sophie's were strangers to us, but we got to know them a little bit. Yeah. Um, I kind of... I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw it on Instagram. Yeah. Like, you guys singing karaoke. And w- w- when I thought, obviously, uh, originally... Was you and a group of strangers? Strangers, yeah. which is in, like, uh, I pictured it like going to Kobe, and you have like ten seats, and <laughs> yeah. you have to sit with strangers. Like they right. just force you in a room, yeah. and they're like, "You're gonna sing together." Here's all the whites. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, that's that was not the situation, fortunately. Yeah, um, but well, yeah. it was funny to me to think about that. I was like, "There's no way." Like he's a different person. He's gone, and he's become. I don't even know this guy Sociable, anymore. Sociable, <laughs> talking like, to strangers, singing karaoke yeah. with strangers. Yeah, no, no, that that's not how it went. But speaking of nightlife, they went on this trip specifically to check out the nightlife. Yeah, so they went for like a full week and literally spent it mostly going out at night mm. and not doing as much of the general touristy stuff because. Sophie has been to Japan before. She went for like a, a school thing, I think. Mm. She studied there for a little bit. Or I, I, I forget the story. But um, 
she had some experience there before and her husband chris he's he's a miami guy so he's like used to going out having a good time he's very personable very sociable so the entire uh, like modus operandi of that trip was to check out the nightlife yeah um so you can do that like that is an option uh i will say it is a bit more exclusionary than you may be used to what do you mean certain clubs i think you literally need to be a member of to oh. get into um, and they, in the past at least, from what I understand, were very unafraid to like be like, you don't belong here. <laughs> Go. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like you can't come in here. Mm-hmm. Like this is for locals only, yeah. basically. Um, you know, we, we uh, had a photographer actually take our pictures. Um, not my call. Uh, <laughs> so he's totally not singing karaoke with strangers. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, but uh, it turns out he, uh, the photographer uh, has lived in Japan for like eight years. He's a Filipino guy. Mm. Um, but the way he explains it, he explained it was that they've gotten much more open to outsiders after the pandemic because obviously they're trying to get more visitors, trying to be more welcoming to to outsiders. (laughs) Some places are doing the exact opposite. Yeah, true, true. Um, But with the, you know, with the borders now pretty much wide open for people to come visit, uh, he said that uh, most places are now like banning that sort of behavior of Mm -hmm. of saying, you know, no, no gaijin. Yeah. He's like, plus you'll get canceled for that nowadays. I was like, yeah, maybe. Canceled by who? <laughs> I don't know. America. Um, but, and we are very loud. Mm. Um, Do they cancel people in other countries? Who gets canceled? In, like, is, to me, that's such a very American idea. It's a very American idea, thing. Yeah, you know? it's a very American thing. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it seems like either way, at least from... Our experience on this trip, we really didn't face much of that at all. Mm-hmm. We had one coffee shop that the lady there was she was already dealing with another group of white people, and um, some more gaijin. Yeah, and she she actually told us, "Sorry, come back another day." <laughs> and we're like, "Okay, see ya." Um, but apparently, like back in the day, they used to just go no out. Or with their arms. That's where the, the emoji comes from with the X. Yeah. The, the crossed arms. That, that means no. They're no just more. like, done. No. Done. Yeah. So They get um, their fill of white people and they're like, yeah, that's enough. enough. That's enough, enough for today. Enough. I, don't, I don't feel like trying to understand your broken Japanese. <laughs> Please. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it, it was more open than I had anticipated, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I appreciated that. But, um, you know. We're actually not doing this in the Sorry. Keep I was just trying to figure out a, like a drinking order. Ah. Um But yeah, I mean I, I everyone we met was super nice, super accommodating. Really tried to understand you even, even if they didn't. And um yeah, I mean it, it, I was just so I guess flattered by how much they really tried to make us feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, that's nice yeah i mean just super 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 kind <clears throat> kind people that we met along the way um so we'll just end with the cheap stuff let's do it <laughs> okay let's put a pause on that for a second okay uh we have we put actually pause should on you <laughs> we should not you stop it 
We should not have started with the porter, but it's fine. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just because it was closest to me. That's literally yeah, the only reason why. I didn't think why. about a drinking order until, like, as I'm looking at it, I'm like, huh, we actually... What the fuck was that? Did you hear that? Yeah, I don't know what that was. It sounded like a flip-flop fell down. <laughs> anyway. Spooky. So let's... I think this is good. I okay. could be wrong. All right. Uh, but let's let's do it this way. Let's try it out. So, after you, okay, sir. Just keep your notes on this one. I'm writing them down. Do you okay. want me to write yours down? You writing yours down? I'll write mine down. I'll write mine down. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. So next up, we have. I'm sorry. I'm I'm looking at the website so that I can actually read because these are in Japanese, my friends. Uh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. All right. All right. All right. Okay, I got it for you. Uh, this is the I beer you beer. I beer you beer. The Boku beer. Kimmy beer. Uh, saison beer. is a seasonal beer that is said to have been drunk during summer farm work in parts of Belgium and France. I arranged such a traditional beer style in a modern style. A light scent reminiscent of lemon, muscat, and herbs, and a refreshing bitterness. With an alcohol content of 4.5%, this beer is characterized by its light mouth feel. Mm. So a light boy. Yeah. Interesting. Part of the beginning of the description is just like, this is what this beer style is. Well, I think that's what... Yoni Yona Beer Works really prides itself in is trying to introduce Japan to craft beer. Mm. So I think that's where it comes from. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these descriptions are an introduction mm -hmm. to what these beer t beer styles are. Yeah. So is is the like craft beer scene not as I mean America and obviously like Belgium and Germany and the Czech Republic and places like that. Sure. Big, big craft beer scenes. Is Japan, I mean, again, excuse the American ignorance <laughs> on this, but <clears throat> is a place like Yoni, is it Yona Yona or Yoni? Uh, Yona 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 is, Yona is the, uh, the beer pub. Is it, I mean, he, they have to educate because the scene is, is kind of like not as big or as, so, from what I understand, and mind you, I could be wrong. I was only there for two weeks. Excuse me. <laughs> only. Um, but it is growing in the way that craft beer is growing everywhere. Okay. Um, it's proliferating. And, you know, I, at first, I didn't find much craft beer. It's, it is absolutely, the, the beer scene is absolutely, like, dominated by the big names over mm -hmm. there. Um, so it's hard, maybe not hard, but harder than it is to find here, uh, in the way that at a Publix, you see an entire wall of craft beer. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was able to find that by the end of my trip, <clears throat> uh, but at a lot of seven elevens, uh, a lot of family marts and things of that nature, mm -hmm. um, they'll have, you know, m maybe one or two, mm -hmm. um, some of them have slightly more, but these were the ones that I was able to find in common, you know, quickie marts. Uh -huh. uh, so I would say out of all of them, at least in Tokyo, 
these have proliferated as the craft beer option okay. for Japan. So gotcha. they may be sort of what Cigar City was to Florida, you know, where uh-huh. it's like they're starting the, the main push for the, these different craft beers. I, you know, it's funny to say that, too. I mentioned that to the photographer because we were just chatting for a while. And I was like, you know, I, I'm really having a hard time finding craft beer here. He goes, really? There are tons. Like, there's yeah. so much. But, you know, two weeks versus eight years. Right. Um, right. And he knows the places. He's actually the one who recommended Yoni Yona to, to us. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah, you can recommend any other places? <laughs> fucking craft beer expert? He said a couple of other places, too. But mostly the other ones were more like general like whiskey bars and stuff like whiskey's huge too yeah, obviously that makes sense um highballs are everywhere yeah everywhere i had like i had an idea that obviously a highball is a classic japanese style cocktail mm-hmm. you have no idea like highballs are literally everywhere yeah. they, and canned highballs are everywhere too so it was like i was drinking a highball every day it was incredible it's a yeah. good time yeah. Good time. I, I've, I've grown <laughs> to appreciate more and more of the highball. <laughs> and they have uh, they have scotch highballs, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. Good okay. stuff. Good okay. stuff. Okay. All right. Let's taste this guy. Let's do it. <clears throat> You're here. Saison. Mm. Mm-hmm. Boku beer. Kimmy beer. I mean, there's not much to really look at on the can. Yeah, it's a frog. For, I mean, they're they're uh, every label. Uh, you'll you'll see it on social media, but all these labels are dope as shit. Yeah, I'll give them that. At the end of the day. All right, let's talk highlights, lowlights. Any, um, I guess, like the highest recommended things to do, the most fun, the stuff that maybe wasn't as fun as you thought exceeded expectations uh didn't meet expectations Mm -hmm. you know let's start with the uh their universal studios okay so their universal studios is basically it feels like a if, if you were to take islands of adventure and universal orlando and smash them together yeah that's kind of what it is because mm. they have a lot of the thrill rides that you would find at Islands of Adventure. Actually, some of the same exact ones like the Spider-Man ride and um, the Jurassic Park ride. But then they also have like, oh, man, sorry. It just <laughs> would be amazing if they had the Japanese Spider-Man who like has a Glock and shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> um. But yeah, they have that, but then they also have like uh, a complete kid zone <laughs> mm. of just like Sanrio characters and Hello Kitty and, and uh, Snoopy and, yeah. and like this entire kids area. Um, and actually like a lot of old now completely deceased shows and rides from the original Universal in Orlando. Yeah. Um, including Backdraft. Backdraft, Backdraft is still there, yeah. It was closed when we were there, but they still have that and Terminator, yeah, and Waterworld. They have the Waterworld movie or that, show. That's wild, incredible, yeah, yeah. That's crazy that right. they that they would hold on to that shit. 
I I, so you guys, they, they still had Jaws. They still had Jaws. I, I mean, that was the biggest thing for me is like as a, as a huge Jaws fan, being able to get back on Jaws one last time. Yeah. It's like a dream come oh, true. Man. I bought so much merch. You yeah. have no idea. <laughs> I bought too much merch at the Jaws ride. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was, it was fantastic. It, I mean, for that alone and not to mention, obviously the Super Nintendo world, um, but we will mention it. Yeah. Um, oh, and uh, before I get into that, they have a few like unique roller coasters there too. Mm-hmm. That I didn't realize they have a, a Pteranodon flyer roller coaster. Uh, I don't know what you just said. You might as well just said it was just spoken Japanese. Just now. <laughs> you know, the flying guys, the flying uh, uh, dinosaur guys, actually, not dinosaurs, they're reptiles. Um, <laughs> They don't make me show you that nerd meme. Okay? Sorry, sorry. They uh, they have one where you it, it's supposed to be like you're picked up by one of them and are flying around. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's not the kitty ride that they have at uh, Islands of Adventure here. It's don't mind a, me. I'm just googling Pteranodon. It starts with a P. <laughs> Thank you. That's, yeah. that's a detail I would not the have. P silent. I know. I know. Um. Yeah, that ride looked crazy. We didn't get to ride it though. But oh, here we go, Pteranodon. You, uh, oh, they're just like they're the more okay, because yeah. everybody knows the uh, pterodactyl. pterodactyl, right, right. Uh, and these guys, <sighs> hold on, now I have to look at it. What a pterodactyl. Okay, I didn't even have to Google it. Pteranodon v versus pterodactyl. <laughs> My favorite movie. Pterodactyls are much smaller than pteranodons. They're both winged creatures, but pterodactyls often walked on land with the help of their hands. Yeah. Pterodactyls, oh, they're like bats. Mm-hmm. Pterodactyls also differ from pteranodons in that their heads were soft, while pteranodons have hard heads with large crests of top. Well, there you go. Yeah, so you'd be a pteranodon. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You guys are getting an education about Japan and uh, your favorite dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Or reptiles. Yeah, flying reptiles. Um, Spinosaurus, also a reptile, not a dinosaur. Oh. Yeah. Just in case we were wondering. Uh, Yeah. I'm pretty pretty sure about that. I have to fact check myself. No, that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, fine. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. It was it was the other flappy guy. The other the the one that is shorter. Uh huh. Is is also a uh, not a dinosaur. Uh, yeah. Anyway, back to the trip. Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, they have that, and they have a couple of they have a uh, roller coaster that's like a Hollywood themed roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Seems a lot like Rip Ride Rocket because mm-hmm. they have music to it as well that you can choose. Uh, but they apparently have modified it so you can do the traditional ride you can do one you can do the same ride backwards okay or you can do it with a i think a ruru (laughs) kinshin what's what's the name of it the anime thing you know you can do one with that like overlay on it with like that music playing uh-huh. and like a VR headset or something. Damn. So like it's, it's incredible that they have the same ride like mocked up in different ways that's running like simultaneously. Yeah. Um, so that seemed really cool too. Um, but yeah, there was a ton to do. It was really cool and it felt a little like home too. Cause they have like Mel's diner and stuff mm-hmm. and like a lot of the, the, the staples of universal Orlando um, so it just it felt right. They yeah. have their own uh, city walk too. Funny enough, oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. 
Very How many Americans did you see when you were out there? Because it feels like, I mean, like you were saying, you went at the time at the tail end of the time where a lot of tourists go. Mm-hmm. Is it like when you're out here and you go to I Drive and you're like, Jesus Christ, who are all the where where are all the all these people? You mm-hmm. know, like when you out here, when you go to like uh, you go down like international, yeah. You see people from all walks of life, yeah. And you see you see people that you're like, like that. That is the hub that they keep when people think about Orlando as like a uh, touristy place. Sure, like that's where. We, we funnel them there and keep them <laughs> yeah. there. It's like, don't yeah. you dare come down here, okay? Uh-huh. You stay over there. Yeah. So is that kind of how... You <laughs> Is that kind of how it was? Or did it feel like a very, like a mixture? I mean, it's, you guys hit a, a bunch of different places, so... Yeah, it was, it was a big mix throughout, you know? Like, I feel like the three places we went to were obviously all tourist hubs, though. You know, Tokyo, yeah. Kyoto... And Osaka, specifically Universal. I mean, tourists are going to all three of those places when yeah. they're in Japan. Um, so it, it was a big mishmash of people. Surprisingly, little Americans mm. didn't see many. Good, <laughs> just us. Yeah. Um, but no, there were there were a lot of um, Australians, uh-huh. a lot of Russians, a lot of Chinese people. Uh, and a lot of Filipinos and a lot of Indian people too. Um, and I think a few Brits mixed in there as well. Yeah. Hard to tell with the accent. Uh-huh. Couldn't quite place it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there was, there was a good mix of people, surprisingly. Um, all over. All over. So. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Super Mario World. Yes. Number one, I have to tell you that Cherry's toad impression is really good. <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> I forgot to tell her that, and I'll tell her when I see her, but um, uh-huh. it was really funny. It was very surprising when she did it. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'll guess she did it twice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, first and foremost, that needed to be stated. Uh-huh. Second of all, from your pictures and everything, it looked like, I mean, they really really went in on this thing yeah it uh i i you know i obviously read all the takes online before i went and as one does sure i was a little worried because there are a lot of as you might expect negative takes on the internet yeah uh with a lot of people saying like oh there's nothing to do there there's just like one ride worth going on and like it's it's kind of pointless right now like wait till they make more stuff there yeah bullshit yeah it is such a good time like immediately like immediately you know how jaded of a person i am Mm -hmm. right immediately as soon as we walk through the the tunnel and you hear the wah 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 (laughs) like and the music starts from the inside like the the mario music starts like and you get that first like you know like the the uh brachiosaurus in jurassic park Uh like you walk in you finally see it in person like it's it's uh it's it's like your inner child is reawoken yeah. all of a sudden, and I couldn't help but wipe a, a, a stupid smile off my face. I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't do it. Um, it. It's just a really well done, fun place. That I guess I can see how people become like 
Disney adults, you know, like I imagine that's oh, how they God. feel. Like yeah. that's how they feel when they go to Disney is like, oh, my inner child. Here it is. Yeah. You know, like I remembered when I went on Splash Mountain for the first time. So, you know, like that like key memory and like feeling was evoked within me mm-hmm. when I went to Super Nintendo Land. Yeah. This guy just said he empathizes with Disney adults. I'm not saying I agree, but I can see. <laughs> I can see where they're coming from. I don't now. agree with their lifestyle, yeah. Yeah. but I, I, like, I get it. I don't like I don't have that feeling with Disney, you know, like there are certain Disney properties that I, I care for more than others. Obviously, like, you know, Star Wars now Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> it's something that like I, I imagine when I go to Galaxy's Edge, I'm going to feel something similar to that, you yeah. know, uh, but feel like going there and having a, a, a lifetime's experience with this property and, and this this company and characters and all that really brings it out of you. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's true. The only ride that really is, is worthwhile in that thing is the, the Mario Kart ride. Um, but it's, it's a ride. They it, just don't have like races, like go-karts. No, it's not. It's not, it's not that. Um, what a missed opportunity. <laughs> you, you say that, but what they've done with it makes sense in, in the grand scheme. How so? You can spoil the ride. I don't think I'll ever have the opportunity to make it out there. Well, they're making it in Orlando, too. Oh. So, Well, even, yeah. 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 Maybe a little while, but... Well, if it's a roller coaster, I'm not going to do it. It's not a roller coaster. Don't worry. I'm not, I'm not tricking you this time. <laughs> it's not the mummy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's, 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 I'd say the closest analogy to it is the Men in Black ride, actually. Oh, so you're like in a in a thing, like in a vehicle of, of some sort. You have a instead of guns, you have the steering wheel. Okay. You have two buttons on the side of the steering wheel that allow you to shoot uh, uh, shells. Okay. While you're driving, you're in a it, driving in a physical space. So your your cart is moving along. But you're, you're on rails. You are on rails. There are two carts, just like in Men in Black. Mm-hmm. Going at the same time. Mm-hmm. You have on a Mario hat, on the ride itself, magnetically attaches a screen onto the front of it that is see-through, but it's an AR screen. Oh, so shit. So it, it projects on there. As you look around, you can see the other racers, like the Mario characters, in your viewer. Yeah. And also, like, um, you know, enemies and stuff, and, like... Koopas are throwing shells at you as you look around, and you have to shoot the shells. Wherever you look is where you shoot, though. Yeah. So you're on tracks going along, as you should, and then uh, you see the other racers running by or driving by, and you shoot them to stop them from passing you. Uh Uh-huh. And then... And these are real people. No. Oh. (laughs) They're... They're they're uh, uh, the, they're the Koopa kids. You're, yeah. you're Team Mario versus the Koopa team. Okay. And so throughout it, you do the whole Mario Kart Ultimate thing where you shift into different types of vehicles, essentially. Uh huh. And each of them feel different as you're like driving in there. Um, and every once in a while, it'll tell you on on your little screen, turn left, and you have to turn left all of a sudden. Or else you like lose points and it slows down your cart a little uh-huh. bit. Um, and also, I think if you don't shoot 
the enemies that are shooting stuff at you in time, it makes you spin out, uh-huh. like in Men in Black. You know? Damn, that's that is okay. All right. Yeah, and so um, I don't want to spoil <laughs> the end for you. I don't want to spoil the end, but it's very cool. <laughs> okay, it it got me going. It got me going at the end. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'm I'm sure there are videos online for it, but at the same time, it's kind of hard to capture because it is like a AR experience that you can't really see unless you're wearing the goggles. Yeah. Um, also, I don't look up, you know, ride review. Ride review. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. That makes one of us. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a cool mix of practical effects and AR effects. And I mean, it's as as a huge fan of Mario Kart, obviously, and the Mario franchise in general, just a great time. Yeah. I mean, it looked awesome. Yeah. Did you get to see the Mario Red Wing? boots yeah i did, <laughs> did. <laughs> yes yes the official mario red the wing boots official <laughs> yeah yeah um incredible merch there i should say as yeah. well also bought way too much stuff there i'm sure um and then the food was surprisingly good hmm. for a fat for a, a a fast food adjacent uh uh, uh theme park food yeah. experience like legit I, I had a burger i had a a, a a mario burger the flagship mario burger with uh mushrooms on it and stuff of course super good the bacon cheeseburger nice fantastic yeah all right okay seems like a perfect place to get into the next beer yes uh, <coughs> get this out of the way get that to you Oh, and they also have meet and greets with the characters. So Sherry was very excited to see Toad. Um, very excited. Full, full like. Was it like a guy, <laughs> or was it? Like I can a full. I can only imagine that it was a short woman. Okay. Because Toad was very short. Yeah. Very short. Um, but very spirited. Yeah. Very toad like, <laughs> yeah. But did you watch the movie yet? No. Okay. I would like to. Same with John Wick. I was just about to say we still need to see John Wick. Those are the two that uh, have eluded me because they came out in or around the time that I left. So, yeah. Um, this one I'm not finding on their website, but I can do a Google Translate. All right. Uh, so next with that. up is the Donda Bada. It is a freestyle a Belgian golden ale. That Japanese was freestyle too. It, it was. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see here. It is a 6% ABV. And let me Google a translate. Which, by the way, if you are visiting Japan and don't know Japanese, comes in in a pinch. Yeah. Definitely helps. Uh, okay, and Google Translate goes as follows. Please bear with me. Uh, more than the number of belts, the heartbeat. Favoritism is a way of life itself. Follow what you like, set a goal, occasionally pass by, towards the high-pitched one, as you please. That feeling always makes life interesting. This is a craft beer that expresses my prejudice a modern reconstruction of the traditional Belgian ale. 
uh, arrived after endless pursuit of flavor, a refreshing scent reminiscent of Chardonnay fruit and a light woody scent rises in a complex way. Now put your hand on your chest. I mean, it didn't quite translate. Yeah, right, I was about but, to say like, uh, but, what, what was that first line? The number of belts, something in the heart. What did that? What was that? Uh, more than the number of belts, the heartbeat. Favoritism is a way of life itself. Just, just screenshot that and send that to me, please. Okay. I really enjoyed that. that. I mean, it's it's good. I get the gist. I understand what they're going for there. Right. Um, also, why is all of why are these all written in first person? Is there just one guy? Working and then he's like doing all the write-ups and and <laughs> that's running a, the bar. And... That's a very good question. Uh, I would assume it is the uh, head brewer of uh, Yo. What, what was the name of their brewery? Yona Yona. It's not Yona. Yona. You it's said all of these are fucking Yoho Brewing. They're from Yoni Yona Beer Works, but the brewery itself is called Yoho Brewing. That's oh. what it came out of. It's what it says on their website, at least. Okay. All right. Okay. Get out of my face. I had this one at Yoni Yona on draft. Okay. Okay. This is the they're blonde, right? Uh, Belgian style ale. Golden oh. ale. Gold. And it has a Lucha Libre on it. What well, looks like a gorilla dressed as a Lucha Libre. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Something like that. Love it. Love it, man. This is probably my favorite label by far, unsurprisingly. Mm-hmm. There was one beer that was not from Yoni Yona that I was able to find at uh, a department store. And a department store? Yeah. And um, the department store is called Bit Camera. Okay. BIC camera. And it's well known, well known in Tokyo. It's, uh, I think, seven floors, maybe eight floors. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a apparently a, I guess, a celebration of the greatest sumo wrestler of all time. And it had a picture of a sumo wrestler on it. And I wanted to get it, but I couldn't find any more. Yeah. And I drank it. Sorry. <laughs> and I drank try to find a picture of it though all right i did take some pictures of random uh subway posters like uh, just like alerts and stuff mm-hmm. in case you want them for uh uh mixtapes okay yeah cool <laughs> thank you <clears throat> all right um let's talk uh the the cities in general just the overall kind of nightlife the food mm-hmm. the city the 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 vibe yeah what is it like the heartbeat or the belts <laughs> the belts yeah <laughs> how did it did it live up to all of the walkthroughs that you watched on youtube <laughs> All the the many chef nights out on munchies. All of the <laughs> yeah, I I mean, especially Tokyo. Like, it's just such a it's such an alien but familiar place. Like, you can find anything there, and it's also so 
so different than a lot of major cities, but also very reminiscent of a lot mm-hmm. of major cities too. Um, the thing that I think I, I've been left with most from the trip was a an impression that Japan is so. And, and again, I'm not I'm not trying I'm not breaking new ground here, um, but Japan is so reverent to both nature and its past that it lives in harmony with those two things and this incredible futurism mm. that is so unique to it that uh i mean like <clears throat> especially like in piss alley it was literally like walking into blade runner mm. um where like there are neon signs just on the other street and giant billboards but then in there is a throwback to like old Tokyo and you know tiny shops literally like five five stools there and somebody with an open grill with meat on sticks yeah. you know um i found someone cooking horse oh god <laughs> which was interesting <laughs> we stopped by a place just to have drinks uh-huh. and uh the guy goes oh here's here's a, a food menu too if you need it and we look at it and like the main thing is horse and i'm like i i uh that's tough i don't know if i can do this yeah i don't know if i can do this so we just had a few drinks i had a highball a couple uh-huh. of highballs yeah um i asked for the jumbo beer and that turned out to be a liter of beer oh you fucked up and i said he goes jumbo and i went no no thank you (laughs) it was perfect thank you (laughs) jumbo beer what was that funimation yeah (laughs) i can't have a jumbo beer um yeah did you drink it uh, no, I had a regular size beer, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> which was just a pint, which is fine. I mean, I, I've said this before, maybe not on the show. I, 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 I say it to my coworkers all the time, and nobody seems to really um, entertain this. Uh, I think I complain a lot, so that's probably why they're like, enough. Yeah. I think a liter of beer is an obnoxious amount of it's beer. It's too much. It's too much. I think it's... I, I hate it. I it's hate pouring too much. It. The only time that I think it's okay... It's like Oktoberfest sure. or events like that. Mm-hmm. If you come in on a fucking Wednesday and you're just hanging out and you're like, I'll have a liter no. of, I'm like, no, no, you won't. It needs to be special. It, it needs to be an Oktoberfest event where like the idea is you are carrying that around and snacking the entire time. Right. Going, mm, 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 right. Mm. You can't just thing. sit down and have a liter of beer. No, dude. It upsets me to my core when, yeah. when like some post-work business dude walks in and it's fucking polo and chinos and he's like i'll have a liter of the pills there like why why are you doing this yeah just and the other thing is like if you're just hanging out there your beer is getting warm it's gonna it's it definitely is and if it's not you've had too much too fast right and you your stomach hurts now. right you know now you're pissing now your stomach's now you're <laughs> now, now you're pissing now you're pissing <laughs> I mean, just get two. Just get a pint, brother. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's fine. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you didn't. I'm yeah. glad that you weren't the obnoxious American no. with a fucking no, no, liter no. of beer in your hand. Absolutely not. I couldn't do it. I knew I didn't want to do it. 
Um, but that's also because I just had like a beautiful bowl of udon. Yeah, it's an incredible bowl. We we got absolutely speaking of piss, we got absolutely pissed on on the way to Piss Alley because mm. it just the the skies opened and just drenched us with cold rain. Yeah, we didn't have umbrellas yet. We had just gotten there the day before. And we were like, Sherry and I were literally feeling miserable by that point. We couldn't find it. We were like looking everywhere. It was extremely crowded. That's okay. We're talking good and bad sides of this entire trip. Yeah. The mass of people that you find, especially in Tokyo, unbelievable. Yeah. Like I've never seen that many people in one place. And I've <laughs> been to New York multiple times. Yeah. Trust me. I've seen... Groups of people. I've seen. I've. I've been to Bonnaroo. I've been to EDC. Mm-hmm. I've seen large swaths of people smashed together. Never like this. Yeah. So many people all buzzing along, doing their own thing, chatting on the side. Like my anxiety well, the population level went, density is Whoa! is like. Uh, <laughs> you look like a muppet. <laughs> yeah, like I. Uh, that happened to us as we were trying to get to, you know, the memory lane area and it's kind of tucked away so mm-hmm. like we were absolutely miserable <clears throat> we finally get there look around a lot of the places are already taken up because again it's a pretty small place mm-hmm. it's it, it, it's it's almost like a <coughs> like a cross of, of just these shacks essentially and um but we find uh, a couple of stools open at this noodle shop and we sit down and and the guy gives us two bowls of steaming hot glory um steamy hot glory puts a little uh ball of tempura uh i think it was shrimp and uh onions and these other things it's like in this little bird's nest yeah just dropped it right on top damn so good so good i mean did you have a bad meal the whole time um no i don't think i have yeah I don't, I don't think I did. I don't, I don't think we had a single bad meal. Um, I would say if, if I had to rank best meal of, of the trip, which is hard to do, um, it was in Kyoto. Uh, we randomly went to lunch at this other noodle shop that was also actually an udon shop. Uh, we saw a line there, so we figured it was good. And uh, we got in line, waited about 20 minutes to get in, uh, and did. And I got... Udon with a side of, I think it was katsu curry, and it is, I mean, like far and beyond the best Japanese curry I have ever had in my life. Mm. It was somehow both like unctuous and crispy at the same time. I don't know what mechanics went into this, but it's it's like a covered patty, covered fried patty, in in this deep brown curry. Uh, but it was still somehow crispy and thick and beautiful. Mm. <laughs> and it's, it's the best I've ever had. Just. <sighs> yeah. So <laughs> Just reliving that for a second? Yeah, just for a second. That, yeah. that one was just for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, uh, the, the, the density is crazy. Uh, something surprising that I, I, I saw there was that everything is so it, it's so dense that everything is vertically built mm. as opposed to wide like things are here in mm-hmm. orlando especially mm-hmm. everything is just like built on top of each other yeah and then super pressed together like our hotel 
the walkway to get to our room was actually like semi outside mm. and that path literally was pressed up against like residential buildings huh and so somebody's window was like adjacent to us walking past to our bedroom shit yeah so it's, it, i mean it's, it's it was interesting very different than here obviously yeah um i'm sorry what was the question i i don't remember i lost it along the way um oh yes right right so it it is food city no no before that before that the um the the surprising amount of like green spaces Mm. and um the the amount of like parks and trees and rivers and things that are still there is really refreshing as far as like an urban setting because I feel like a lot of a lot of I mean even New York doesn't have as many green spaces as it could mm-hmm. and that makes it lose a little bit of character whereas I feel like Tokyo most places have nice parks and like are just planned really well and also you see like these plaques and murals and um, little signs of the history of the place everywhere you're at and um, you know uh, tons of temples and things are uh, there's like you'll see modern buildings back to back to back and then suddenly there's like it looks like a, a temple from field Japan out of nowhere mm-hmm. um, so that was really cool to see too and something that you don't really see here either yeah um, so yeah I think that that's my biggest takeaway of the the place itself like the feel of it you know it's like it has its own spirit it really does i know it's cliche too but it it it's cliche for a reason i I think it is a very unique place unto itself i've never experienced a place quite like it and the culture is very i guess very much having to do with trying to be as courteous as you possibly can and respectful Mm mm-hmm um, which is refreshing. <laughs> so literally one of the main words we learned was uh, sumimasen, which means excuse me, essentially. So you have any issue, you raise your hand and say sumimasen, yeah. somebody's going to come, you know, like no matter what. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it's just really nice to not feel like everyone's at your throat all the time. <laughs> Which is America. Uh, can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine? Not everyone has a gun. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. That, that guy has a gun. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, it, it, it was weird to see cops without guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was strange. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was weird. That was a bit of a culture shock moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else uh, that you maybe haven't. Addressed the prime minister about. almost got pipe bombed. I don't know if you saw that while you were there. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. No. Yeah, that was on the news a lot. Oh, the t- uh, that reminds me. TV. Uh, they had no American TV, hmm. so we were watching local Japanese channels all the time. And <laughs> cool. uh, yeah, I mean it. It it uh, it is kind of what you expect. Yeah, it's a lot of uh, a lot of songs, a lot of music, a yeah. lot of uh, cute characters. Um, a good amount of screaming, uh, <laughs> color commentary. Uh, they love Shohei uh, uh, Otani. Oh yeah, uh, he is the golden child. 
Um, of course. Especially because we got there just after the uh, World Baseball Classic, mm-hmm. which they won, oh, if, if you don't yeah, know. Yeah. So I, I got my brother a, uh, a newspaper of the World Baseball Classic. Nice. For Japan. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a, a lot of... It, a lot of um, uh, variety shows. Mm. Uh, I noticed that, especially there. And the weird thing too is, even on the news, somewhat serious news broadcasts, at least on a, a handful of channels, they have. It, it's almost like a. Um, it's almost like a, a, a Twitch stream situation where you see the face of the the broadcasters as something's happening. <laughs> Like yeah. for reactions, yeah, um, which you don't see here <laughs> at all. Um, yeah, it's it, it's uh, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's it's a lot of just talking heads or like not talking heads, but people watching like a, a segment just going, "Wow, oh, oh wow," you know, like just reacting to it. Yeah. Um, so that's different. That's different too. Mm-hmm. And they all speak Japanese. It's crazy. <laughs> what? what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, well, shit. Overall, mm-hmm. sounds like trip of a lifetime. Yeah. I mean, it was it was incredible. Um, if I had to pick my favorite thing that we did, mm-hmm. um, something that some people may not know about, um, but should... It would be the uh, the Team Labs uh, art exhibit. Okay, that we went to. Mm-hmm. It's kind of out in the boonies of Tokyo, um, but well worth the trip. And uh, it's Team Lab Planets Tokyo, and uh-huh. I'm sure that you may have seen it on Twitter or on um, Instagram, wherever else you do your social media, because it's become like a, a big social media darling for people. Yeah. Um, but just one of the coolest interactive art exhibits i've ever experienced oh that's when you got you guys got the uh got the toes out huh yeah 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 it's when we we put the feet on main <laughs> for free for free yeah yeah guys Enjoy. are out here showing feet never in racial chat rooms never again <laughs> uh but yeah that was really like i i went in without sort of spoiling it for myself and i'm glad i did because there were times where i'm like what is happening in here yeah from the very beginning <laughs> It's like, please take off your shoes. There it goes. That's fine. It's fine. We we got we got the majority of it. Yeah, we got the trip. It's fine. So yeah, um, but yeah, it, uh, they make you take off your shoes very early on. Take them shoes off. Get them dogs out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that was very cool. And I think some people may not be in the know, yeah. but uh, you, you should you should do it if you can. And they're making them other places too. Actually, apparently, there's one in Beijing. There's one in Osaka, um, and a few other places. Singapore, so mostly Asian places. But uh, what I mean, what is the point of the exhibit? Well, this, all of them are a little different, but this one is specifically to make you one with the planet. Essentially, that's the grand thesis of of this one. One with the planet. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why you got the dogs out. Yeah. So exactly. You can touch stuff with the your earth. Feet. Yeah. 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 Um, grounding, as they say. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. 
but that's cool. Yeah, it was very, very cool. So, and that's that's that was that's the highlight. That was like the best thing that you did. You feel like? I I mean, it's hard to say best, but I think thing that maybe a bit of a sleeper for people. Yeah. Um. I think the most beautiful thing was the uh, my girlfriend um, <laughs> was uh, nice. Yeah, thank you. Um, going to see Mount Fuji. Mm. I think seeing it in person was Mount Fuji. very special. Um, and yeah, yeah. I mean, just the the entire the entire entire trip was was great. So I I can't ask for more. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend everyone. Especially weeaboos such as me, mm-hmm. uh, go and do yourself a favor and at least make it out to Tokyo. Yeah, once Kyoto, very very cool place. I want to go back <coughs> for a trip specific for Kyoto because it has so much of its own unique uh, things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a cooler Saint Augustine, mm. where like it's history focused. Um, Lots of temples and such. But uh, oh, I'm sorry. Excuse am I boring me. you? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Are we going through my slideshow? <laughs> Is that what's happening? Um. Anyway, that's oh, the end man. of my spiel. Oh, there is nothing worse than someone coming back from vacation and then showing you a thousand pictures. <laughs> you know. Oh, it'll it'll happen. Don't no, worry. I mean, that's one thing with social media has helped with. Like, all right, you post. What you want people to see, right. I can go through it at my leisure. Yeah, I remember coming back from Costa Rica and uh, showing my parents and my ex's parents the trip, mm-hmm. and even I was sitting there like, "This fucking sucks." Well, you know, I'm gonna have to do that on Sunday when I see my parents. Yeah, like, I mean, but they, your parents want to. The parents want to see that. Sure, they they're into it. Sure, sure. But I think even secretly they're not, because halfway through it you can see the eyes glazing over, they, and people uh-huh, are getting up yes. and going to the kitchen. It's really nice, and then, yeah, and it's like we don't have to do this. I don't have to show you all these pictures. In fact, <laughs> I could just delete these right now. You know, yeah. we don't even have to talk about this. We could just go back to normal life. Yeah, but no, it's an obligation. Speaking of going back to normal life, yes, you're back in this country, and uh, you brought all this wonderful beer for us to enjoy and that's good because we 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 apparently we can't drink Bud Light anymore according really? to yeah well according to you know according to the smartest people on the planet <laughs> some of the smartest human beings on the planet sure uh, Bud Light is now a no-go mm. Anheuser-Busch is apparently a no-go mm. right so that's a lot of beer well you say that but it's actually more than a lot of beer. <laughs> it's a third of the cu- of the world's beer. It's all the beer. <laughs> it's all the beer. Uh, wait, one beer that is not is the Suiobi. Fantastic. Su- wait, Suiobi. Suiobi. There you go. No Neko. Okay. I, Neko means cat. I know oh. that. Okay. Yeah. It's a Belgian style white ale. So, no cat. No cap. Something no cat. No cap, no cat. Uh, okay. And I have pulled up on the website a cold read. Ooh. What it means is cat on Wednesday. <laughs> so, close. I mean, they nope. just get better no and better. No cat. 
Uh, a Belgian-style white ale made Cat with Belgian yeast, wheat malt, orange peel, and coriander seeds. Uh, there is little bitterness, and the use of wheat malt makes it smooth and mellow. The amount of hops used is small, and the spicy and fruity aroma, like apples and bananas, of Belgian yeast is characteristic. The addition of orange peel, dried orange peel, uh, and coriander seed, dried coriander seeds, also makes this beer unique. Representative brands of Belgian white styles are Belgian Hogarden and Videt. Cats are a symbol of freedom and <laughs> cats are a symbol of freedom and freedom. <laughs> like a cat, it contains the desire to be free. <laughs> yeah. I, I think there might be a little to be desired in these translations, but... You know, it's better than nothing. Certainly better than nothing. The cat is the symbol of freedom. And like a free cat, we all want to break free. It likes to be free. <laughs> all right. Clink. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. But as you were saying, uh, apparently Anheuser-Busch is a no-go. Apparently it's a no-go. I mean, that's if you ask Kid Rock or... <laughs> well, I, I ask him many a thing. When I'm concerned about the going, the goings-on, the going-ons, goings-ons, goings-on? The goings-on. Goings-on. I think. Okay. I asked two people. Yeah. I asked... Kid Rock, and I asked Ja Rule. Sure, okay? yeah. They're the only ones who uh, who who have the answers. Uh-huh. No, all jokes aside. All bad jokes aside. So, while you were gone, and this controversy is, is, is blossoming. Ah. Uh -huh. We've got a podcast to do, and what are you doing? You're eating Udon noodles. It's true. Right? I eat so much Udon. Yeah. yeah. And 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 and, I, and you're, we're watching one of the towers of beer crumble. Yeah, crumble <laughs> clearly because they sent one can. They didn't make a they didn't make a special beer. Yeah, they didn't sell it retail. Imagine if they made a gay beer. <laughs> God damn, this world would fold in on itself. They made one can for Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, a trans person famous on TikTok. Uh, I'll be completely honest with you. Before all of this controversy, I had no idea this person existed. Yeah. They were just so far out of my purview that uh, I just, I, it didn't register on my scale of anything. Yeah. Uh, well, according to Google, uh, she's known for detailing her gender transition in daily videos on the social media platform TikTok since early 2022. Right. So that's what they got big for. And they spent, they, they uh, uh, celebrated their 365th day of womanhood. Mm -hmm. And in celebration of that, Bud Light, for reasons I'm still fuzzy on, <laughs> sent Dylan a can with her likeness on it. Right. Uh, and this was apparently akin to World War Three. Yeah. In the minds it's a declaration of, of war. <laughs> yeah, of uh, 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 right wing Republican 
the uh, down home, good old boy idiots. Brantley Gilbert. Is that the country star who threw the sure beer is. on the... So that one was really funny. There's a clip of this guy, Brantley what? Gilbert. Brantley Gilbert. I don't know if you could even imagine a whiter name. <laughs> He's performing. His band is doing a cover of Another One Bites the Dust by the famous... <laughs> Super Straight <laughs> band. Queen. Uh-huh. And somebody tosses him a Bud Light, and uh, in all his theatrics, he's like, he said something, I don't know. Smashed on the ground. And then somebody threw him another beer, which I assume was a Miller Light. Or maybe it was a Coors or a Bush. I don't, I honestly, I didn't see it. What if it was a High Lie? That would be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he throws it to his drummer, and he's like, he said, you ain't got no hair on your ass if you don't shotgun that beer. And then he turns to the crowd and he like Jordan shrugs. And I was like, I hate this person. Yeah. Even yeah. without all of this controversy going on, I hated that yeah. so much. Uh, it's like making what Stone Cold did so much worse. Yeah. Just yeah. just bringing it all down. Yeah. So, okay. Let's, let's just get into the nitty gritty of this. All okay. right. All right. Quit beating around the bush. Yeah. Beating around the Azure Bush. They send this beer to Dylan Mulvaney. It goes viral because she has a a large following on her TikTok. Sure. And it gets picked up by, you know, the most hateful people on the planet. As things all TikTok do. Uh huh. And 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 then uh the, the, the canceling starts. Right. And Anheuser Bush Anheuser Bush uh they take a little dip in their stock. You see all these people on the news doing the whole performative thing. Mm-hmm. You see musicians and uh, right-wing pundits and personalities. They're doing the performative thing. And uh, everyone else is like, I don't really understand what the fuss is about. There's a lot of people who are just like, you wouldn't have, none of this would even have registered to you if, if, and who's drinking Bud Light anyway? <laughs> All of this is just so fucking I'll, insane. Look, I'll have a Bud Light from time to time. I'm not saying that I I don't drink Bud Light. What I'm saying is like, who is so um, attached to it as a brand that this is something that uh, goes against the reason? The reason, and this is coming from the VP. The reason that they even reached out to Dylan. Kamala. Huh? What? The VP? <laughs> this is coming straight from the top, baby. <laughs> the VP of Anheuser-Busch. Okay. Sorry, I didn't need to clarify. Coming straight from this person who just got put into this role recently. And part of the reason that they were put into this role was to diversify the clientele base yeah. of their older, more quote-unquote antiquated brands mm-hmm. such as Budweiser. Sure. Right? And the idea of who drinks Budweiser and Bud Light is good old boy, rednecks, you know. Yeah. And they were trying to... Middle America. Yeah. If you will. They were trying to uh, evolve the image of what Bud Light is. Sure. By... Trans people can enjoy a Bud Light, too. Basically. Yeah. That's... Yeah. In a nutshell. 
But apparently, no, they can't. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is ours. No, no, no. This is this is not ours anymore. We don't like it anymore. Have it back. Have it I, back. I don't want anything that's touched a trans person's <laughs> lips. Uh, all of it. All of it is is is. Um, uh, I mean, it's 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 just these, the world's just turning upside down, and then it culminates in Anheuser putting out a statement. I don't know if I've ever read a statement that had so many words and said nothing. And it's funny because everyone agrees to that. Yeah. On any possible side you have of this argument, everyone agrees that was a nothing statement. Yeah. I don't know how you could have done much worse than what they did with that. They should have kept their mouth shut. Yeah. It would have blown over. Yep. It would have gone away. Yep. Uh, the, you know, the, the people, the most reactionary people are always chomping at the bit to find something else. Right. So as soon as the next thing came around for them to parade around, you know, whatever agenda they have, it would have happened. Yeah. But instead, they doubled down by saying by upsetting both sides of this, this debate. Yeah. Well, the thing is, if if you shut the fuck up and you just let it blow over. And the people who continue to no longer drink your beer, you lose, I don't know, 0.001% of your market share sure. of those people. Don't you want to lose those people? I guess not. <laughs> but look, okay, I, from my perspective and mind you, I, I, I'm Monday morning, morning quarterbacking right now. Mm. But what they should have said if they were going to say anything is that Bud Light is for everyone. Yeah. That includes conservatives, that includes liberals, that includes trans people, that includes gay people, uh, that includes straight people, that includes Christians, that includes atheists, that includes anyone. Yeah. Anyone can enjoy a Bud Light as long as they're 21 and up in America. That's it. Simple. Easy. Right. Transparent. That's, that's the statement. You know? Leave it at that. Yeah. Leave it at that. You don't have to take sides. That statement... Sounded like they didn't want to take sides, but also sounded like they were going, we understand what you guys are saying, and we did fuck up. Right. But we also don't want to appear like we're taking sides. Sure. Like, we, we're not trying to upset anybody. We're not so, saying sorry. But, but we're, we're not not saying sorry. <laughs> right. But we're also not saying it was a bad decision. We're not saying that we shouldn't have done this but we're not saying that it was a good decision we understand now in in retrospect that it may not have been a good decision but who knows right yeah it's pointless absolutely pointless they shot themselves in the foot with that yeah more than they could have done in almost any other way yeah so now you've got everybody upset with you not just one side of this argument now you've got everyone going well where what do you stand on? Right. And where do you stand right. in this thing that you guys created? Yeah. You guys made the choice sure. to send this girl a can with her face on it. Right. No one told you to do that. No. Dylan Mulvaney is not known for being a Bud Light drink. Like, <laughs> you don't drink a Bud Light and then your first thought is like, I wonder how Dylan's enjoying this. She's not the face of your brand. Why would you even do it? I'm not saying that they shouldn't have done it, mind you. Sure. I'm just asking, why did they do it? If they were going to... 
they had to know. They yeah. had to know that the fire was going to come from that side sure. of the aisle. And and what? They just didn't think it was going to be that hot? Like, I don't understand what the confusion and yeah. what the... what the, the They're like, oh, my God. <laughs> Look at the reaction. It's like, <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Who could have predicted this? Um, yeah, I, I, I think even even beyond it having to do with anything with trans people. Anytime you try to reach a new audience when your product is is highly embedded in a certain other audience, mm. there's going to be backlash. Yeah. So you add you add the stoking fire of anti-trans, anti-LGBTQ rhetoric and, you know, again, who could have predicted this? Mm. <laughs> Who could, who could have predicted <laughs> who it? Who could have known that this was right. going to happen? No way. You're good now. The camera's camera died. <laughs> <laughs> so. You couldn't put it on the charger? Well, well, that's a whole other story yeah, that we'll a, talk about It's a whole later. can of worms. It's a whole can. Don't forget the charger No, it's just the way that the camera works. doesn't really. We'll talk about it later. Are you still recording? Yes, yeah. we are still recording. Oh. So, yeah, keep uh, a... <laughs> You want to put ice You're in, now just, in the One Beer In Podcast. Put, put ice in a shaker thing and just shake it up as hard as you can. <laughs> Coming to you live from the bar. <laughs> um, so here we are uh, now with, with uh, you know, them kind of being in the middle of the road, them taking no stance at all. And now it's it just like, first of all, that you, you you hang Dylan out to dry with that statement. <laughs> sure, sure. You know. So now what do they do? They they go back on their TikTok and they're like, yeah, uh, A.B. Bush or uh, Anheuser Bush didn't really back me up. So I don't really know why they sent me this can yeah. if they were going to fucking. Well, I'm sure she's getting so much hate now that she didn't before. Right. But that's that's the other thing is like she was living in a, in a world completely removed from these people yeah they put the crosshairs on her yeah basically. it's it's not as if like i'm obviously there are hateful people who sure. go to her page they, and like yeah guaranteed she was getting hate before this i'm just saying the volume i'm sure has grown exponentially yeah now that this entire controversy happened of which you know she had no control over yeah obviously uh, you know unless it was just, like obviously we don't know the background of the story maybe she was like i actually love bud light like it's my favorite beer and then that's why they sent it to her. Maybe. But I don't know. Maybe. Even so, she didn't ask for this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would be really surprised if her favorite beer was Bud Light. Maybe. I mean, uh, it, and it, and if it is, you know, honey. <laughs> you can do better. <laughs> With so all the, all the money us. that you're making now <laughs> off of these brand deals, yeah. you do not have to be drinking Bud Light. Please. And, uh, you know. Give us a call. We'll yeah. make some recommendations. <laughs> we got you. We have... We have almost 400 episodes worth of recommendations, okay? Yeah. We got you. Yeah. All right. I mean, as it stands, that's really where we are with that. Yeah. There's not pretty much, much to, you know. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I can speak for both of us and say that was a dumb decision by Anheuser-Busch. Very, very dumb. Very dumb. All right. <clears throat> we have two more beers to do. We do. Uh, we have one more from... Uh, you can't do that voice on this one. I wasn't impersonating a Japanese person. I was a Chinese person. I know, but they're both Asian, and they often 
get swapped <laughs> by racists. So, but I wasn't doing it because this is a Japanese themed episode. Yeah, sure, sure. I wasn't sure you weren't, Marco. <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> I'm racist, I'm all, racist the time. all the time. What's uh, the difference now? All right. Well, anyway, this is the last of the Yoho Brewing beers. Uh, this one is the Yona Yona Ale. Uh, it is their flagship. Um, and I actually have a, a little bit of backstory on this one. All right. Um, so when Sherry and I went to. Yoni is this Yoni, on the can? No, no, it's not. <laughs> I, I'd be great if they engraved it for us or something. But no, when Sherry and I went to uh, Yoni Yona Beer Works, I mean, I, I kind of immediately was like, yeah, this is what I've been looking for. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you just feel it. Um, and uh, I was very impressed. And by the end of our our little stay at, at Yoni Yona um, in the Shinjuku area of town, mm-hmm. um, we asked our uh, server if they sell any beers to go, if they have any cans. And she said, unfortunately not. We only have we only sell cans at stores. You and then she go. put the X up and she pushed you yeah, out. Yeah, so please, please, d- never don't, <laughs> don't come back here. Don't ask any more questions. Don't come back here. Get out. You're talking too much. <laughs> um, she said, "No, we don't, unfortunately." And we were like, "Oh, okay, that's you know, that's all right. You know, don't worry about it." Um, we paid for our check, and she came back out out of nowhere with this can, my friend. Uh huh. And she goes. A present. Oh. And she handed it to us, and she said, "I found one in the back. <laughs> Please make sure it's chilled because it was hot. Yeah, it's it it warm." And uh, I said, "Thank you so much. That's so nice. That's incredibly sweet. Yeah, you have no idea." So, I guess an early cheers of the week. <laughs> it goes out to her. Yeah. Um, just incredible hospitality. Yeah. I appreciate it. And I, and I was able to, after that, find one more can of this in a store. So, uh, but I, I highly appreciate her yeah. going out of her way to, to find a, a wild can at the restaurant. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, nice. so this beer is the Yoni Yona Ale. And the cold read goes as follows Yoho's flagship ale is characterized by its great aroma. Made with plenty of Cascade, a typical American hop variety, uh, with the distinctive citrus aroma, the beautiful amber color, and moderate sweetness of dark caramel malt support the hop aroma. In the 2017 IBC International Beer Cup Pale Ale Division, it is famous for craft beer, such as winning the bronze medal among many beers. The product concept is an authentic ale beer that can be easily drunk. Even in Japan, where there is no culture of enjoying ale beer, we named it Yona Yona Ale, in the sense that we want people to drink Yona Yona every night. The image is I'm a sure you do. Yeah, the image is a beer to drink while relaxing at night. So this is a daily drinker ale. Okay. And uh, it comes in at a 5.5% ABV. Okay. Daily drinking ale. Yummy, yummy. I'm fascinated by this person, this guy who runs this brewery. Um, 
and just like the idea of like he's thinking he needs to educate the entire country yeah and he wants to bring this experience to everyone that they're missing this thing yeah well and and it's funny you say that because i was actually looking at their um their the our story section of their page and it said that it was basically yoho brewing was birthed out of the head brewer going to new york and trying to ales there and coming back and saying like we can do better yeah we need this shit out here <laughs> we dog. need some more stuff yeah uh so yeah uh in it, it started in 97 so he's been doing this for quite a while yeah um and i i i appreciate that yeah so so cool. and apparently this is from karizawa <laughs> nagano shorty's out in nagano <sighs> all right mm-hmm yeah, because the, the uh, I don't know, I, I'm looking at all this stuff and, and you know, like the, like the beer labels, for instance. Mm. Like, I know, just being on the inside of it now, kind of what it takes for, for some of the stuff to get done, right? Sure. And, uh, <clears throat> like, it, it, to me, it kind of... Uh, it kind of brings things together a little bit, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it, it makes me feel closer to somebody who is thousands and thousands of miles away yeah. because his idea is he wants to make the best beer that he can. He wants to educate people and he also wants to have like a cool fucking design on his sure. label, right? Yeah. And so I don't know if he creates these desi- designs himself or if he hires somebody, but like all of this stuff is just as important to someone on the other side of the planet as it is to me and the people that I work with. Right. You know? And it's just, I don't know, it's just really, um, it kind of makes the world smaller in a good way. Mm -hmm. It feels, there's a connectivity to it. Yeah. Like Like beer culture, craft beer, and what craft beer is in 2023 something that I feel like you and I are both kind of really ingrained in mm-hmm. and uh, kind of seeing its 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 uh, its tendrils around the world mm-hmm. is just, I don't know, it's very fascinating. It's very um, uh, kind of, not calming, but but um, so- <laughs> soothing or like, like comforting. 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 Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. And, and that's the biggest feeling I had when I first walked into that building, mm-hmm. you know, in such a, a, a completely foreign land, <laughs> to the lack of a better term, I walked in and felt at home, you know? Yeah. After tasting their beer and knowing, like, what they do, I was like, yeah, I, I get it, and this is great. Um, so, yeah. And, and this is only... A tip of the iceberg of what else they have available too. Mm-hmm. There was an IPA that I had there as well that was also very good. Uh, it's the one I took a picture of actually. Yeah, I didn't realize at the time, but the one that I the first IPA I had in Japan was from them as well. Okay, and it impressed me yeah. a lot. Um, so, yeah, I, I think they're doing great things out there, and I, I hope they continue. And I hope that eventually they make it stateside. Yeah, um, because yeah. 
This actually, the color scheme on this actually looks like uh, Brooklyn Brewery. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that was the inspiration. It had to have been. Yeah. Because Brooklyn Brewing has been doing it for a while yeah. in New York. Yeah. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised, especially with the ales, mm-hmm. you know. And this cat, <clears throat> that definitely looks like a Wednesday cat, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of a, like a middle of the week. <laughs> it's definitely a That's Wednesday cat. That's a middle of the cat. week cat, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's a cat who's like already kind of tired. Of cat on Wednesday. Week. Yeah, that's a cat on Wednesday, man. Yeah, for sure. If I've ever seen one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Want to do the cheers of the week? Let's do it. All right. Are you you sticking with uh, what you said, or do you have another one? Um, let me think. Let me think here. I mean, I, I, I definitely, I think my cheers of the week would absolutely have to go to the entire country of japan Mm. and the hospitality that it showed me and um you know i think i i went into it with a lot of anxiety surprise surprise Mm. um no way kind of assuming that people would look at me like i'm this freak this this foreigner that doesn't belong here and you know just kind of push me to the side and and make me feel othered when it was the exact opposite my experience it was like people were willing to help people were gracious um very respectful and uh you know i felt a lot of love there yeah surprisingly uh i i I think a big misconception about japan is that it's this cold place that full of cold people that are absolutely exclusionary and, and don't let in any outsiders. And I think that's, you know, a misconception at this point. And I think, you know, more and more there, it's becoming more and more open for people. And I just hope that that misconception doesn't keep people from visiting because mm. it really is a wholly unique place. Yeah. That I'd love to go back to. Um, so, yeah my cheers nice um my cheers of the week is going to the idea of of you know traveling and not just traveling but like learning other cultures and bringing that stuff back and educating people and educating yourself and it's a it's a you know something that uh the pandemic almost killed entirely yeah and it's it's you know I've been talking to a lot of people about traveling and um, I've been, I, you know, I want to do it a little bit more. You know, you got to you got to really prioritize traveling. Yeah. When when you just have like a regular job, it's, it has to be the priority. Like mm-hmm. it has to be the number one thing. Like, oh, you want to you want to go for a couple of days? Well, just fucking put everything else on the back burner. Sure. Um, but if you do that and uh you get out and you 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 get to see people living lives in a way that you only saw or imagined and you also get to see how similar you are to other people mm-hmm. like humanity and just living this life that we all live yeah is a very just a human experience yeah Oh, for sure. That there's there's so many things where you think like they cannot look at this the same the same way that we look at it, and you'd be surprised. Yeah. Oh yeah. The world feels a lot smaller the mm-hmm. more you travel. Yeah. Uh, in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. We got to review some beers, dude. <laughs> okay. We got five <laughs> beers in total yeah. to rock out. So let's just let's just do it down the line. You got your scores? Yeah. Let me pull this up real quick. Okay. All right. We started with the Tokyo Black. Correct. They're Porter. And what do you give that? Let's just do a, a speed run. Okay. Uh, Tokyo Black, I'm giving it four and a half. Four and a half. Uh, it does have that coffee note that I really enjoy in my darker beers. Mm-hmm. But it's still a bit light. Yeah. You know, it's, it's easily drinkable. Very full of flavor, but not over the top. That's what makes it a four and a half for me. Not necessarily my style of beer. I'd much prefer a an IPA or something or pale ale, mm-hmm. something a bit more bitter. But if I were to go that route, I wouldn't hesitate to get to a Tokyo Black again. Nice. I am giving the Tokyo Black a four. I thought it was a very solid porter, but it is just a porter nonetheless. Nothing special, nothing sure. crazy. And so I think a four is the score. Wow, that I reserve for anything that just like does does the thing, you sure. know. Like this is this is a pale ale, that's no frills. There yeah. you go. Yep. Uh, next beer is their saison, yes. the Boku beer, or the Kimi beer, Boku Kimi beer. Yeah. What do you give it? Uh, I'm giving it a three. Not my favorite. Uh, a little too light for my palate. Uh, enjoyable. Not enough flavor mm-hmm. uh, for my personal taste. Mm-hmm. I generally agree. I'm going to give it a three and a half. Okay. I guess I enjoyed it just a tad bit more than, than you, but mm. uh, I agree on the tasting notes. Just kind of light, little little uh, nondescript. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Their freestyle... Bel- no, I'm sorry. We did the white fur. No, no, the golden nail. The mm-hmm. freestyle Belgian golden nail. Uh, this one I'm giving a five. Uh, when I had it on draft, it was actually my favorite that I had that night. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because I just like Belgian styles. Yeah. <laughs> I've realized that about myself. Yeah. Uh, if I am going to go a bit more multi, I'm going to go for a Belgian. Um, it just, it, 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 uh, it hits all the notes for me and it actually was thinking about this before, but a lot of Belgian styles are a bit over the top with ABV. Mm-hmm. This is one that I feel like I could have with dinner and not be sloshed by the end of the night. Right. Uh, which I like a lot. Yeah. So best of both worlds for me. Like it. I gave it a four and a half. I also enjoyed it a lot. So um was a little lighter, which is funny because actually I, I wanted it to be a little bit higher in ABV. <laughs> so that was my uh-huh. complaint about it was I wanted it to be a little, just a s- slightly boozier uh, sure. golden nail, but still mm. tasted fantastic. Yeah. The Belgian style white ale. Uh, so this one, I'm going to give a four. I did get the coriander. I, I like the sort of haziness of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it could have used a bit more flavorful punch. Yeah. Um, could have, could have been even more with that orange peel and, um, you know, hit me, hit me with that classic flavor that we look for in, uh, almost a blue moon style. Mm-hmm. Um, but for what it was, I think it did its job. So four. I'm going to give this a three. Um, I do not like white ales. I do mm. not like Hefeweizen's wheat beers, things like that. Just because they hurt you. <laughs> Maybe that's what's going on. Um, but I also, I just don't really dig the the style, like the coriander, the slight like banana-y ah, flavor to yeah, it, yeah. the orange peel. Like none of it appeals to me. Ah. I just, ah. <laughs> <laughs> So I just never really dig that style. I will say that to uh, their credit, 
taste very traditional Belgian style white ale. So sure. I think that they accomplished their goal. Right. For me personally, I just don't like white. So gotcha. And wow. I also don't like white beer. <laughs> <laughs> I like white people. And then last but not least, their flagship Yona Yona Pale Ale. Right. So the Yoni Yona Ale, I think, is a worthwhile flagship. I think it does exactly what it's setting out to do, which is represent what a pale ale is supposed to be. Um, and also being a daily drinker. Mm-hmm. I, I think this one does a really good job of towing that line. Uh, kind of similar idea is what I gave the uh, Belgian Golden Ale. So I'm going to give this one a five. Uh, it grew on me. At first, it was a four and a half for me, but I, I think the more I had it, the more I enjoyed it, and the more I realized it was exactly what I was trying to be. I think the only thing it could have improved for me was actually bumping up that hoppiness a bit, which I think would get it into more of the IPA area, mm-hmm. which is why I like that IPA so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I can't mark it down too much for that because it's a pale ale. Yeah, it's doing what it's trying to do. So five for me. I am also giving this a five. I thought it was fantastic. I agree. This is a worthwhile flagship beer. If this, if you had to pick any of the ones to represent your brewery, I would definitely put this up front and center. Mm-hmm. It is, um, it is a daily drinker. It is something you can enjoy with diff- with all meals. Um, it is something that I would tell people about if I worked at this brewery. It would be the first thing that I tried to sell them on if they wanted to drink at um, the the brew pub that I worked at. Mm. I think, yeah, I think he really, really nailed this pale ale. Yeah. So, agreed. Unanimous five there. Uh, you think we got it? Yes, we're going to save yeah. the 7 Eleven Suntory brew uh, for off the mics. This is just yeah. for us, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you guys um, saw it and uh, maybe we're. <laughs> Thinking about it, but you know, fuck you. We're drinking it. Yeah. And we're not going to tell you about it. No, about that. Spoiler alert. It's basically a bud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you can't have Bud Light anymore, you can at least have the brew. The brew from Suntory and Seven Eleven. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Got it. I know we got it. Well then, let's get the fuck out of here. This has been the One Beer and Podcast. I'm looking at a camera that's no longer there. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Uh, wait for myself, Marco Duke, before Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Thank you for remembering. Arigato, gozaimasu. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. Try to travel if you can. Enjoy other people's cultures. Appreciate your fellow human beings. And have a beautiful evening. We love you. Love you.